friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, sauce and drip the swag too. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, sauce and drip the swag too. Oh, you a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, sauce and drip the swag too. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, sauce and drip the swag back to the happy hour podcast with your host timmy and see it um and if y'all don't know now you know we are not here (laughs) to give advice we are not here to be right we are just here for the kiki child look and that's all we are doing today I know I say that every time, but I mean it today. Like, this is like, for real, y'all. We showed up as we were. Yeah. Only as the Lord expects. Man, swear. <laughs> um, speaking, of, speaking of showing up as we are today, what are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all, the aunties are in full effect. I can't even lie. We've had a lit couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a while since we recorded. It's been a lit couple of weeks. We're trying to take a break. So, um, <clears throat> I have some dandelion tea <laughs> for some some detoxing just to, to give my organs a break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we deserve a break, man. We, yeah, we have man. been going pretty hard the last few weeks. Yeah, bro. Right. Back to back to back. And, um... So, I am drinking some turmeric ginger, turmeric ginger tea, uh, and then I added one of those like throat coat uh, tea bags. Yeah, because I still got that same tickle in my throat. Now I ain't been hacking at night, but I still got that same tickle that that won't go away. So hacking is hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I literally have a a cough, and I've had it since Dre's. Like it happened that night. Bruh. Um, and I know because we went to Vegas, y'all. But I know because um you know how it was half inside, half outside. But when I walked yeah. on the the inside part and they blew that like Yeah, the cold yeah, air we walked in there a couple thing, times. Yeah. It was so cold, which felt nice, like because it was a hundred and the devil's booty hole degrees outside. But <laughs> like my sinuses were like, absolutely not. I, that's why I 100%. didn't have a voice the day after that. And then we came back and I kind of got it a, a little bit together. But then we went out and I was like, well. Yeah. Yeah. So. No. I don't know. My Mm-mm. I feel like my cough started. Honestly, I don't know. I had that cough for a minute. Like You have. You really have. I had that cough for a minute. I'm surprised it's gone away. I was supposed to go get it checked out and. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. threatened you to do that, and yeah, you did. Man, sometimes I'm like black men when it comes to doctors, bro, and I gotta cut okay. that out. Now, now okay. with my guy, okay. I don't play about my guy. <laughs> Every six months, I'm in that hole. I don't play about her. Um. So, um, since uh, regular Kiki, I have to tell y'all that we've been watching some shows. Wait, you know what we cheers into. Oh, I forgot, y'all. That's how long it's been, G. That's yeah, how long it's, it's been. been. A while. <laughs> Whoa, it's been a what while because I... if y'all if y'all have been paying attention, we um, just released our girl code, guy code, like summer special uh, yeah. bonus episode, and so obviously that took a lot out of us. You know, we 
it's a lot of it's a lot that went into it. It's a lot of the editing, the clips, like the graphics, yeah. all of that stuff. So we just needed a little, just a little mini break, child. So yeah, we don't yeah. forgot everything. That between that and and traveling back to back, yeah, like yeah. that's just We've a been lot. Yeah, saw For Drake sure. and everything. Right, like, it's been did. a minute. It has. But that's it okay. has. Anyway, what am I cheersing to? Um, I am cheersing to like. I guess I want to say going back to my roots and that's really just doing things that I used to love doing, which is reading. I've been really getting into books lately. Like that's been my thing. Like, um, when I, like a couple of days I've woken up just like not in the right headspace, and I just decided to read in the morning because I have that luxury at my job. And it just, I just remember why I love it so much because like when you're not feeling great, you can jump into a good book and none of it matters. And like, mm-hmm. you could just get caught up in the story and all this other stuff. I read a really good book recently. If y'all haven't read, um, you fool death by your beauty. Y'all should read it. Very, I mean, spicy. And not in like the the Fifty Shades of Grey type of way. Well, kind of, a little bit. But mm-hmm. like in like just the 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 way that the story unfolds, like in the character, it's just like stuff I would never see myself doing. But like mm-hmm. in another life, maybe. And like it's so it's just so good. It's so well written. So yeah, cheers to getting back to that. Like going back to stuff that I know works, which is reading. Yeah, man, I, I this book club that we have has definitely like ignited that um, love that I used to have for reading, and I feel like <clears throat> I feel like lately it's just been so hard. Like I haven't, I think when I first moved, I had a really good routine. Like when I mm-hmm. first moved uh, to this new apartment, I like it was a priority for me to establish a routine. And I feel like I have lost that routine probably since the top of the year. Like, I have not yeah. been back in that routine, like, yeah. ever since. Um, and so it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for me to fit, like, reading in a routine. Because I I mean, as, if y'all following, y'all know my life is literally, like, about to change forever in, like, yeah. six months. And it's just it's so much to do on top of, like, still fitting in, traveling, all mm-hmm. the things that we already had, you know, before we before the position came up and like just having to like reor like organize my house like it's so much going on so my brain is like in 20 different places at once and I I'm finding it hard to like fit read I I find everything hard it's not even just reading it's the gym <laughs> yeah, child yeah. my regular devotion like it's all of that I was when I first moved in I was like getting up in the morning I would work out come home shower get ready for work like it was like consistent and I have not been back to that now I just be trying to get a workout in whenever I can child I went today at my lunch I'm like listen let me go ahead and go to <laughs> like it's just but it's it's so chaotic and I mean it's not necessarily bad but it's one thing that I say all that to say the one thing that I'm keeping in the back of my head is that I do want reading to like be back a part of my like regular routine which probably won't be for a while because I was gonna say know, like, you have way too much going on yeah, but it's just in the back of my head. Like, I've been reading the book that we are doing in book club, but it's not on a routine, that's for sure. It's like, yeah. whenever I can fit in uh, a couple pages, child, I do it. <clears throat> I try to do it on the way to bed, too. That seems to help, but 
It really yeah. just depends on the day. Like, honestly, I don't got no, ain't, ain't no rhythm to to the to the rhyme for me. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I've even lately have been because of the writer strike and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Y'all need to pay them people they money. Mm-hmm. Pay them people they money. <laughs> pay them people. What y'all want to watch? Nothing. Cause that's what we've been. There's literally there's not a lot like coming out on TV for real. Mm-hmm. And like I'm finishing up shows, and so I'm like, yikes. Sometimes I don't want to finish them yet. And I'm like, actually, I think I'd rather read. Yeah. So like, if it's between that and like reality shows, otherwise it's like at this point I'm running out of stuff, yeah. and I can re only rewatch so much. No, that's facts. I feel like speaking of like TV too. To this, to your point, I feel like the reason it's so easy for me to fall into a TV routine is because I can do like twenty thousand things while I'm watching TV. Like I absolutely, could, I can book things, I can look up things. Yeah. Like it's so easy for me multitask. to multitask. Like, yeah, to turn on the TV, especially them shows where you um, don't gotta pay much attention. Um, okay, and you can kind of just catch the cliff notes. Like that's yep. that's my vibe. Like. As soon as it's time to eat, I mean, as soon as it's time to uh, log off, I eat, turn off the TV, and then I'm on my computer for the rest of the night and watch the TV at the same time. Um, But reading requires this just like... Focus. Focus. Now, part of my cheers to is I am going to Jamaica next week, and I am so excited to just be on the beach and like, oh, yeah. Just chill, like me. Yeah. I'm going with my one of my um, oldest, like best friends, and um, shout out to you, Audie. And <laughs> I am so excited because our vibe is always the same. Every time yeah. we travel, we just always on the same page. Like there will yeah. be beach days where we will do nothing but hey. lay on that damn beach. You know, the best, the best vacation. I'm trying to skim through like two or three of them hoes, like honestly, because I'm gonna be there for a minute. I'm gonna be there for like a week. Get it? Yeah. So you'll finish it in a day. I definitely finna get that one that you said. Um, I'm putting that on the list. I'm gonna take the one that we read in. Ah, part of me want to leave that one so that I don't. So I have to. Because I'm gonna finish it. I haven't picked it back up because I know I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, I don't have no. Once I get in, ain't no self control. I can't get out. Yeah, yeah, unless it's like something forcing me, you know. Yeah. I can't set that boundary myself. So I think I might leave that one. I know we have book club Thursday to talk about the first, qu- uh, Dang, first quarter quarter. Yeah. Um, so I'm cool on, on that. And then I think I'm going to just leave it until I come back. Um, so, yeah, send me some recs for sure. I will definitely yeah. have some time. I need to get them soon, though. Um, I got some on my waiting list um, on my uh, iPad, like through the library app. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get them, if I don't, if they don't, like, if I don't get them soon, I'm going to end up just buying them. But, like, that was the whole point. Like, I wanted to buy books. What? Are you, okay, so sometimes I go back and forth between, like, e-readers and, like, hardcover books. I love hardcover books for the obvious, right? You want to touch it. I like annotating. Like, I am a big Mm. annotator. I like, um, because I just like especially in book club when we have these moments that we're pointing back to, I like to have my evidence. Like, yeah. well, in this point, at this point, she said this. And yeah. like, you know, and that, that really yeah, comes G. from like, gee, and when I was in uh, high school and AP English, they, like you could not read a book without annotating. That was unacceptable. So like, yeah, yeah. it's re- you know, it really comes from that. And like, it's helpful because then you really know where to go back to. Like I do yeah. my circle, all characters when they're um, introduced and all of that stuff. I say all that to say, 
I have been going back and forth between an e-reader mm. because like I, especially at this point where like I am about to move and like don't have a lot of space for things and like don't want to accumulate too much in London either. Yeah. Like I go back and forth on whether I should get an e-reader or not. Um, I mean, I have an iPad, but I the, 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 it's too hard on the eyes, uh, the iPad sometimes for me. Um, do you read it in dark mode? I do. I do everything in dark mode. And sometimes it's just after LASIK, some things are just still yeah. too much um, for me. But e-readers have like a, you know how they have like, they have like a like special a piece screen. of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I say all this to say, I don't know. I go back and forth about it because I can't accumulate all these books. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm curious. Like, what you read? Do you read on your iPad and and hardcover? Okay, yeah, I'm curious. Like, uh, what's your take is take on it? Yeah, is. so when I is really recently that I've started to actually buy books. Like, okay. I'm a library girl. Like, I like to rent okay. it and go and put it back. Now, since I can't get to the library most of the time, um, I just rent on my iPad, and like that's fine. But I feel like. If I'm going to buy a book, I'm not going to buy the e-copy of the book. Like, if I'm going to get, like, if I want to purchase the book because I like it that much, mm. then I'm going to buy it. Okay. So, I want to buy, like, and at first I was, like, almost just jumped head deep into buying books because I just was like, oh, my God, books, I just want to read so much. But then I was like, well, what if you don't like the book and, like, all this other stuff? So, like, now I want to buy everything that we read in book club. So I do. And then um, anything I read on the side, I'm going to read it first. And if I like it, I'll buy it. So like mm, I'll buy the, okay. I'm going to buy the physical copy of you full death with your beauty because okay. that was fire. So, and then like in my yeah. head, like I kind of want to build like sort of just like a fiction library. Um, and in my head, like, it works out to where... And it's so funny because my mama wanted this. But um, to build, like, a section in my house that just has all of mm-hmm. these books. And, like, Same. it's a place where, as, like, my kids get older, there are books for all of these different, mm-hmm. like, phases of their life and di- different mm-hmm. situations. Like, I want them to really, like, dig into that. Because, honestly, who knows where libraries are going to be by that point. Girl. So, Extinct. it's like... Right. So that's why, like, if it's good, I'll buy it. Now I'm trying to be patient and just, like, wait when I get it on my iPad, like, to check it out through the Chicago Public Library. Mm-hmm. But, of course, a lot of the popular books are, like, there's a wait list. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean. I, it goes, it, it kind of depends. All of that to say. It kind of I depends. like that. I like that, like, what you said. I like that. I just. I guess I was struggling with like when do I rent it? When do I buy it? E yeah. like buy the ebook and when do I actually buy it like physically? Definitely like the idea of like buying all book club books. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, you know, physical copies. Yeah. But I like what you said about like everything else, like as you getting to know it, as you getting to read it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's gonna be some that you like, okay, that was cool, but like eh, I don't have to read that again. I don't need to have others. it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That was the the guideline. Like, cause that's before I bought one, I was like, I need a guideline, or else I will yeah. not use this thing. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> y'all know we love a good show, and Ninety Day Fiance is back with all its iterations. You know, you don't need writers for reality TV if you do it right. So, we still get new seasons of that. 
And um, I think something that easily comes up a lot, honestly, even with black girls just in general, is how like if you've ever dated out of your race before and would you do it? Like if you haven't or maybe how'd your experiences go? Maybe, I guess, if you Mm -hmm. did it. So have you done it? I think I know the answer to this. I'm pretty sure. I've never dated outside my race. Um, Yeah, that's what I thought. Or even like have relations with anybody outside my race. Um, uh, no, the answer is no. <laughs> and I don't. I think it's it's it was initially it was like a a proximity thing, right? Like yeah, I don't think I really started experiencing like diversity in my classes until I got to high school because I all the schools I went to were pre- predominantly black. So mm. I didn't, I didn't experience like, um, even, even my, my private school being in the suburbs, it was still predominantly black. Yeah, um, it was. So yeah, I didn't experience like, uh, honestly white people for mm. real. Like, I feel like I experienced other cultures because my cousin is um, Afro Latina, whatever. Yeah. And then, um, so like I experienced her culture a lot. Uh, but like, yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I mean, Oak Park was my first introduction to like a diverse class, and so I t- it took me four years to even navigate that before I could even start looking at them as yeah. like willing partners or like. Oh, sorry, I got a my face is crazy. I don't mean to sound disgusting, but <laughs> I mean because everything we learned about white people yeah. is like you not know, attractive. So yeah, it's not attractive. So like. I'm seeing this white, when I see a white man, I'm thinking slave owner. Like, I'm thinking Ooh. slave master. Swear. Like, hell, I, get to, hell. I get to Oak Park and I see these giant houses. River Forest got these humongous houses. Yeah. And I'm like, it's giving slave master. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. it took me four years to unpack that first. Mm. And then when I got to college, I think, you know, we pre- predominantly hung out in the black community, but there were, my past did cross, um, you know, in like various ways, orgs, like certain things, certain like classes, like um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I think and even like work, like, uh, you know, um, working at the front desk, but also like internships, whatever. Like that's when I really started to encounter like or I feel like I started to have genuine connections with um, like white people. And then. Yeah, and obviously, this is not just white people. It's like of any other race. Yeah, but I feel like. Yeah, that distinguish that uh, distinction is important. But yeah, yeah, I think now I'm at a place where I will 100% consider it. Um, but before, no, it was a no for me. It was a no. It was a strong no. It was a strong no. Uh, honestly, growing up, my experience, I feel like, was the opposite. Like, I feel like I was around a lot of white people. Like, mm. and maybe, because, I mean, my grade school, eventually, by the time I graduated, eighth grade, it was like majority black, at least my class was, but major I had I had a handful of black teachers, or like there were a handful of black teachers in the building, but like mm-hmm. it just always felt like I was just in very cro- close proximity to white people. And mm-hmm. I mean, there was usually either black kids or white kids at my school. There wasn't a lot of like other races, ironically enough. Now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, then I got to white to white school. I got to high school. <laughs> and I got to high school and I should tell you I went to a Catholic high school so it's like 
it was majority people who did not look like me, even in different mm-hmm. like situations. Uh, Latinx people, white mm-hmm. people, like that was pretty much it. And then you had like four blacks, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, I never. To be honest, at that point, I never really considered it because I didn't really feel like. Okay, I'm going to say I feel like none of them really like were attracted to me, like nobody pursued me. Right. Like I and that's the thing, like I am a very light skinned person and people love to like ask me what my race is, but I've always been treated as a black girl. Like Mm -hmm. people, I mean, to the point where people will not like sit next to me. Like, they would choose Mm -hmm. to sit everywhere else in the room in class and not sit next to me. So, like, that's all I thought about. Like, I was very, I think at that moment, I was very aware of my identity, even though I might not have been so, like, so sort of, like, self-aware about it before. Like, Mm -hmm. I knew that I was one of, like, five or six. And none of them ever really, like, and okay, you had, like, maybe one or two, right? That, like, one boy, a couple, some of them, like, it was, like, one or two who tried but I don't care what race you are you gotta be fine and they, <laughs> and they and just weren't fine huh <laughs> I was just like yeah no I'm because if, if I'm gonna go if I'm gonna do all of that because I feel like dating outside your race comes with a lot like on your plate now because and I was always one that's like oh I'm not explaining my culture to nobody like I'm not explaining to somebody why I gotta wear a bonnet every night I'm not I'm not doing this I'm not doing that now To be honest, I think I feel the same. Minus like the, I wouldn't want to teach them because I don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel like it's a, it, there's a, I think there's a middle ground. I think I've seen enough or been exposed to enough interracial couples where you can see like there's a middle ground of people trying to understand each other's culture. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to necessarily be taught, but like, I mean, Again, I've never really had nobody hit on me like that for real. That like mm-hmm. was serious. So mm-hmm. I stick to what uh, the what's it called the river and valleys or whatever <laughs> I'm used to. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a really good point. That like not very many white men through high school through college uh, ever even really pursue me but like I I think there was a point in time where I didn't even really consider white men attractive now I would agree I would agree let me tell you something it gave kind of like pink yeah pink Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah like all over Ah, (laughs) like the Uh, whole situation is just it's just it feels like flesh (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know how else to explain it that's the best I got like that's how the whole situation feels and I'm just like uh. please be for real because that Mary Jane episode where she said she said something about chicken breast or something <laughs> it looked like uncooked chicken breast I'm like hey yo <laughs> oh my god hey yo <clears throat> I don't know what's one, what, who is one white man right now who can get it uh, <laughs> I certainly I can't think of any white exactly. 
Which is crazy because I definitely have like an Instagram bookmark of like fine men in general. There's some white people in there. <laughs> Even if you said black men, I would be it would I would hesitate for a second. One because I'm not very good with names. Yeah, um, I had to pull up a list. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because I definitely have some like bookmark in my uh just regular like men that I've just seen that might not even be celebrities. Cause I don't yeah. know, celebrities are tough. Like Hold when on. you when when people Cause you ask, know what they got they they got the uh it's some of them that the girls be fawning over and I'm like, wait, what? Um Chris Hemsworth. I don't See, know if he can get it. I don't know. But that's an attractive yeah. white man. So, uh um uh, Thor. Give me a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, you gotta give that's, me a. Oh, you gotta give me a movie. That's an attractive name. white man. Okay, Ooh, um, that man can get it from top to oh, bottom. Yes, Chris Evans. Okay, hold on, Chris Evans. Captain America. Okay. Oh yeah, I like that. Thank you for. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because there is no way. I do not. Uh, know, I don't know black actors. Either, though, <laughs> to be fair, unless you tell me the movie they in. Okay, you know Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He was in Top Gun. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do know Tom, Tom Cruise. You know, I feel like he's one of the ones that the girl were, the girls were like, Tom Cruise. And I'm like, Tom mm. Cruise? Maybe mm. maybe when he was younger. I don't even know what he looks like when he was younger, so let me stop. But <laughs> some people tend to do that when um, they look like really fine back in the day, you know? Um. Oh! It don't even have to be a white man. Jason Momoa. Girl, You know please. Aquaman? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I dreamed hey, about that man hey, hey, after hey, that hey, movie hey, hey. for a long time. I sure did. You <laughs> know, talk God. about, talk about, it's, um, there are some Samoan, some Samoan men. Woo. Yeah. Y'all got it like that. I All right. Woo. Um, I I googled the <laughs> top fifty, the world's fifty of the world's hottest male celebrities. <laughs> Jason Momoa was number one, by the way. Period. 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 See, okay, Ryan Gosling, Ken and Barbie. He's not cute to me. Uh, no, it's a no for me. Um, Ryan Reynolds is okay. You know Ryan it's Reynolds. Me. It's me googling. Uh, uh, Green Lantern. I think he was in. He was also in a Fast okay. and Furious yeah, movie. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, yeah. was it was it Ryan Reynolds Deadpool? Was he? Hold on. I think so. I do think I like him as an actor though. But fine. Oh, I don't. Oh no. Ah uh, no. Okay, that's not who I was thinking about. No, he's enough for me. Oh, I mean, eh. um, ha, Chris Evans. Yes. Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> yes. We know Michael B. Jordan is fine. Whatever. <laughs> I did see his name pop up. <laughs> yeah, G. Okay, here's another one. The girls love Timothy Chalamet. He was in, I don't even know what he was in, but I've seen his face around. He kind of looks sick. Uh... Is Justin Timberlake fine? <laughs> I don't know why I don't see him like that. I don't think he's uh, he's unattractive but i don't i'm i don't see him as fine for some reason no now, i don't oh, think he's oh leonardo could have got it for me young 
Baby young? Leo? Yeah, baby Leo. I said, oh, I meant, you know what I meant. Oh, yeah. yeah. He could have got it for me. Um, you also, know, I feel like he's one. I can't, I don't know. I think it's the haircut. It. I think it's the haircut. Like, he got that blonde white boy haircut most of the time. I don't know. I don't know. He is hit. He's hit or miss for a lot of people. Also, the dude that plays, I think this is a UK British man, but the dude that play, um, dang, what is this boy name? Hold on. Now I got to find it. Because even um, see his face, his, his, now his movie is escaping me. Ah, uh, oh, Theo James. He played in like the Divergent mm-hmm. series. He was the main character in the Divergent series. Now I did not watch those movies. Oh, no, because I read the books and and the Hunger I Games. The Hunger Games, like the movie, ruined it because yeah, I, the books were so much that. better. And I, I said, that. That y'all will not fuck up Divergent. I will not th- take that chance. I have to say. What's his name? I messed with him. Theo James. I, I think they were great, but I don't have like. Oh, this man is fine. Yeah, that's that. Oh, baby. He is one. I'm pretty sure he's a, a, a UK fella. Yeah, born in England. <laughs> yes. Oh, baby. Oh, look at this picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that man, when I watched the, the Divergent series, I was like, how can I be with him? Like, <laughs> How can I make it happen? Gee. That's I oh yeah. I did I did like Oxford. the series. Yeah. I have Oxford, to watch yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, I didn't have I don't I'm not a movie critic. So when people like it takes a lot for me to hate a movie, especially as somebody that watches big B grade black movies for fun. I realize yeah. I have a different tolerance for movies. Like you me do. and Deja, that's our favorite thing. Cause we just laugh like I'm not looking at it for the entertainment is in all the other things, not the plot itself. It's in the fact that the girl wig is half off or like G stuff like that. But, but that depend on the, like that depend on the movie. Like, cause sometimes I go in knowing like, yeah, it's cinematically, this is not going to yeah, be it, but it can still it. be good. Yeah. But then they like big box office movies. I'm like, bruh, you tried to tell me that this was gonna be the bomb, and it wasn't. Like true, true story. Yeah, but I have to watch it. You know, I haven't read the books um, in so long, so like I don't remember as many of the details. So now I won't be as offended if things are a little different. That series is really good. So good. Honestly, it's I would really reread good. it. I would too. Um, but yeah, okay. So I have so, another question. Yeah, we talked a lot about white men. Um, so I also wanted to say, actually, before I ask that question, is that I feel like, I feel like there's a certain personality of white man that chooses mm-hmm. to be with a black woman. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if I know how to define it, but I feel like you know it when you see it. You do know it. And I would argue there's almost two. There's like, and this goes back to the book that we read uh, for our first book, book club. Uh, remind oh, me. oh, such a fun such age a fun by age. Kylie Reed. Yep. Yeah. There's like two types. Right? There's like the the fetish, the the ones that fetishize like black women, but are yeah. like all in our shit. Like they know all everything, all there is to know about the culture. Yeah. And then there's the ones that are like 
just progressive people in general, very like, yeah, open. And so this goes back to that idea of like, not like teaching white men how to be with a black woman. I feel like you, the right white man, you wouldn't have to teach because I feel like, like at least I'm saying the right, right white man for me. I feel like if I'm taking that step with you, I don't have to teach you about a lot of things. Now there are some yeah. things that like we we fundamentally fundamentally have a, have to have a conversation about. Yeah. Um, but it won't be it would be me just like us me expressing myself and not necessarily me teaching you. You may teach be you learn from go. that. Yeah, you yeah. may learn from that. But I feel like there's enough. Um, I, I I feel like you know a lot a lot of times at least in the past I've minimized it to like I don't want to teach a white man about you know, some insert black stereotype. Yeah. Whatever. Right. But <laughs> Part like of my blackness here. Yeah. But like, I think that especially the, the world that we live in where like social media is running rampant. Like that, yeah. that part is out the door. It's really the small intimate things that you have to have yeah. conversations about. <clears throat> and I think that you'll know, first of all, those are conversations. I, I, I said this on the last podcast, the the uh, episode, the Girl Code, Guy Code. I have a lot of conversations, a lot of intense conversations up front because I need to know. Yep. Like, And I feel like I would have that conversation or a similar conversation up front. And your response to that is going to tell me everything I, I need to know. Sometimes that Sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small line because they could still be progressive and still not understand the nuances of like, and this is, this is a part of the journey, right? Like not, we all are still learning, especially for us when it comes to like understanding the queer community, right? Like we are an ally, but we're an ally that continues to learn every day. So there are small nuances that we don't even understand to this day. Right. But like, and that's, and that's true for them. I think that like the two don't necessarily coincide, like because you're, um, liberal is the word that I was looking for, not progressive. But liberal does not mean that you understand all of those nuances. Oh, but this was the other thing that I was going to say. And I talked about this with Raven. Shout out to you, Raven. Because I know she she is a faithful listener, okay? My girl is a faithful listener. I know that's listener, right. I know that's I right. That. I love her for that. Um, but we talked about this super recently. And I told her um, if we talk about this on an episode, I would bring it up because after you have lived a little bit of life, you realize that sometimes being with a black man ain't a, a skip and a hop either. Because oh. I feel like I've had to teach black men so much about being decent human beings. You're absolutely That I'm correct. like, bro, I don't what's know the that difference? it's, what's the, if, in fact, in fact, <laughs> I might argue <laughs> that it might be a little bit easier with somebody who is willing to learn, like somebody who is a real oh, ally of the black community versus this black man who thinks that he's not a woman hater, but he is. And like you are constantly teaching him not to be a woman hater, right? Yeah. Also black and, men. And will be anti-black in the process. And will be anti-black <laughs> in the process, bro. Because like also you. black men go through a different level of toxic masculinity than white men do, right? They have like yeah. something deeper to unpack, and that's that anti-blackness. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. I mean, the things I've had to teach black men, Jesus, I should be paid. <laughs> God, I should be paid. No, actually, actually, though, and like. I think we really are just in a generation that's like 
aware enough and feel like we have the space enough to to unlearn a lot of these things and it just feels so heavy because y'all did this for how Mm. long Mm. and now we're looking at the problem in the face like well it can't continue so somebody has to do it but i agree i i mean you're right i you have to be with somebody who's open and like willing and interested to learn period right Mm -hmm. because and, and truly, it don't matter what race it is. But at least I think there are situations where even when you're trying to, quote unquote, teach like a black man something, he will sit there and try to argue you down. Yes. Because he should, he would know. Like, all right. So, <laughs> but you got I it. definitely, yeah. I don't think, <laughs> but another layer to that is my non-black person. Because also, like, there are these, these racist issues with other people who are just Mm non-black like they can Mm -hmm. be a brown person and still have very racist ideologies about 100 percent. and um not to cut them out yeah because because don't forget don't we didn't forget about y'all because y'all we didn't forget about y'all but (laughs) but i can't like you could be all great or whatever but you gotta come from you also have to come from a family that's like that Mm-hmm. Like That's it. I am not going. I I had a, I was um in high school. I had a white best friend. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a <laughs> lot to unpack in that situation. But one time I was going to her house and she was talking about how her uncle was racist and like they warned me, like oh no, and all of this other stuff and like at the time. That's what I'm saying. Like in high school, for I I just was. Very mm-hmm. much so reminded mm-hmm. that I was a black girl, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like I'm like, bro, and like I didn't even real, I didn't even know how to like respond or process that Navigate at the time. That, yeah. But like, bro, it's <laughs> like, what do you mean your uncle is racist? Like, and because also at the time I was <laughs> like, bro, it's 2016, G. Like, what do you mean you're racist? Like. Mm-hmm. And so I I couldn't even be with someone who comes from like a family that's problematic. And that's why mm-hmm. I think I think about like 90 Day Fiance when people go on um before the 90 what? Before the 90 days. That one uh Misha, the one couple Misha and Nicola and he like freaks out every time because she's talking about meeting his parents. And like meeting his family and he's like oh what do you need to meet them for what do you need to meet them for like brushing it off but it's like bro because if i get in here and these people are like problematic i cannot stay i will not stay mm-hmm. like what are you talking about it's not that big of a deal like and i used to think you know some people get married they don't care what their their family says but bruh no thanks i'm not yeah. dealing with it i think that's a that's a really good point. And I feel like, again, with 90 Day Fiance, a lot of these couples do not be having the necessary conversations that they no. need to. No. Like, I, it would never be a surprise to me when I meet your family at this point. Because I want to know. Seven years. Yeah. They talked for yeah. seven years. Yeah, there's, that, should, that should not be a surprise. Because even, even the friendships that I have, I know, I know how John Mama act before I even met John's mama. So I knew what kind of mama she was before I met her. And that to me 
What is Oliver doing? He had a napkin on the floor. You're not finna sit that and tear that up in my face and, anyway. And then eat it. Right. And then no. it, it poop it out. Um, but like I knew what kind of just like getting to know John, I knew what kind of mom John had. So when I met yeah. her, she got a little sassy. I already knew it was coming. Yeah. Now that's yeah. a person that I don't have to build obviously build like a life with, but I yeah. already knew because like there's just I just feel like what kind of conversation do people be having with their partners, bro? Because why is some of this stuff a surprise? Like, and part of it is that you don't know, right? But at this age, at this grown age, I know what conversations to have up front. So it would never at this point, I just feel like I one I know like how your like your relationship with your family tells me everything I need to know. Sure does. You know what I'm saying? Like the kind sure of does. stuff y'all do together, the kind of stuff y'all talk, the kind of stuff y'all fight about. Like I just feel like mm-hmm. if y'all talk 90, how often if y'all yeah and on 90 day fiance I just be so bamboozled when these people come over like what's that girl Rishi and um Oh, how we forget about her so soon. Jenny J- no Jenny Jen no Jen, Jen, no Jen, Jen. Jen. Jen, 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 Rishi Jennifer? and Jen, Jennifer, Jen. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you know that your that his parents would have a problem with your age after all that time? You telling G, me you G, never G, said, G, G, G. hey, in the in the beginning before y'all fell in love, child. <laughs> you telling me in the beginning you never said, hey, Rishi. You know, I am a little bit older. I'm curious, like, and I mean, it's up to Rishi to be honest, of course, because you know he was lying. But I just get really yeah. confused. Oh, he oh he was a good liar too. Yeah, he was a good liar. But I think early on, like Rishi, and then I'm like, do did Rishi even know for real? Like, did he care to ask? Like, <laughs> I'm just so confused how they get so deep into these relationships without asking the real questions at this grown age. Again, maybe you know, five years ago, I didn't know what what there was to know about it. But today, you best believe that I'm not building a future with somebody that got some other stuff going on. What- I was looking at the cast list to make sure, because I keep getting them mixed up. But the couple I'm thinking of is on 90 Day Fiance the other way. The new mm. season is this black man and um, this Vietnamese woman. And it's like he tries to ask her questions, but like she's not I'm really going. This one. Are you? I, I'm watching the other way, or am I watching the one? Is Gino the other way? No, nah, that's before the oh, okay. ninety days. Speaking of him, right? What are you saying after the ninety days? No, this one's the other way. Oh, when they the go to other the other way. country. Mm-hmm. I, think. I wonder if it's because remember it's a black man and that Vietnamese girl. Or maybe she's not Vietnamese. What's his name? The the one that came. I want to say he's Vietnamese. Uh, she's Vietnamese. And like he called, she called him ugly. <laughs> oh yes, okay, it is this one. You're right, it is that one. Them, so I'm confused. Them. Which one am I watching now? So I'm no, watching that's, what? You're watching uh, before the ninety days. That's before right. the ninety days. You're okay. right. But that them them. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just wish I just wish he would leave her alone so bad yeah. because yeah. like yeah. Because honestly, and I'm not even saying, I don't even necessarily think I agree because he's like trying to ask her all these questions and she like, gee, chill out, like be cool. But he keeps going. But it's like, if you feel like someone's not answering you and giving you the answers you need, 
let it go. Like, why did yeah. you come all the way to Vietnam, bro? Like, and she was like, you have to learn more about my culture. And he was like, yeah, that's true. Because he clearly doesn't know anything about Vietnamese culture. But then he goes, well, when are you going to learn about mine? We're Whoa. asking this while you are in Vietnam? This is what I'm saying, see. We didn't discuss what this before we decided to leave. About for, I for don't know. For years. What I have don't y'all know. been talking about? G. I have no clue. I have no clue. They drive me insane. They like yeah. They drive, drive me, me insane too. Like this, this last, um, this last episode. Once you watch it, G. That I shit. just don't get it. I don't get what are y'all talking about? Riley and Violet. That's Riley and Violet. Yes, baby. What were they talking about all that time? Yeah, Help me I understand. don't know. Especially I don't know. as a black man. At, going to Vietnam. Going to Vietnam. You telling me, first of all, this this is what I'm saying. She <laughs> he he went to go visit the family. The first thing that I would have asked is like about customs, right? Because like and honestly, a US custom is to bring the mama something when you come visit them. So you know I, bring I, like I flowers or something? Flowers, something. Anything, right? That's basic. Well, I thought it was weird that he brought the kid, the daughter, something, and then bring the mom yeah, something. That I was agree. weird to me. I agree. But that in any in any in mostly mostly any um culture, that makes sense. You're supposed to bring the parent something, some sort of like yeah, something. What you don't just dad, show like, up. Bo- you don't just show up empty-handed. A bottle for the daddy, some wine for the mama. Yeah, I don't know something. something. Especially Jesus. you're a grown man. You're we're not this is not like you dating in high school or college. You're a grown man. Bro. So these I mean, shows just, be pissing me off sometimes. Bro. I now, I know I was, it makes for good TV, but Bruh. But I feel like I will say I feel like on the other way, they do got some decent couples on here. Okay. I mean, before the 90 days. I keep getting them mixed up. The one that you're watching. I think it's some solid couples on here. Um then there's like the fair share of them that needs to just let it go. Yeah, it's always those, ain't it? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. let's move on. So we're switching it up today. We're switching it up today. Instead of drunk confessions, "Am I the asshole?" Um, has been quite a popular thing that I've seen on TikTok and stuff. So I thought, you know, let me thought if it would be fun if we do a few. Like let's let's get some get into some of these stories. See what the people got to say. Um, because I know when I see these on TikTok, I'm always yelling at my screen, like, "No, no, something crazy." <laughs> No, no. You are not the asshole. Okay. Let's see. Which one? I'm going to read some. I'm going to read two titles. Tell me which one you would prefer to start with. Um, Am I the asshole for leaving my boyfriend because he said no when I proposed because I'm a girl? Or am I the asshole for not forgiving my mother-in-law? I like the 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 latter. Okay. The uh, the, Wait, the, the the mother-in-law. Mother-in-law? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So, 
It says, two years ago, we had our first baby. My mother-in-law would ask to take our daughter places every day. I explained to my husband that I wasn't okay with that because she was only a newborn. And he said that he understood and would talk to his mother. But I don't think, I don't think she, he ever did because she never stopped asking. When my daughter was two weeks old, my husband said uh, he was going to go to the store and would take his mother and our baby with him while I took a shower. This changed to him letting his mother go and uh, go ahead of him and take our baby with her when, and he said he would catch up. Then he sat down and never went at all. He reassured me that everything would be fine, that his mother would come straight back. He urged me to go take a shower and relax, and I trusted his word, so I did. I was in the shower for 45 minutes. When I came out, my mother-in-law was back, and my husband was holding our baby. I didn't know what it was, but something seemed amiss, so I asked if everything was okay, and they both said it was fine. The next day, my husband and I went on a walk with our baby and we ended up bumping into his sister and she said she loved the surprise visit from their mother, my mother-in-law, and our baby. I was baffled and assumed she could, um, assumed she had bumped into them at the store near our house. She clarified that my mother-in-law had brought our baby to her home for a surprise visit. Uh, the sister-in-law lives uh, less than a mile away from their house. Um, I immediately demanded an explanation from my husband and asked if he knew about this and when he was going to tell me. He explained that he already addressed the issue with his mother and when it happened and was planning on telling me when we returned from our walk. I couldn't speak. I could barely think. I was boiling with rage. All I could think was how dare she. My husband apologized and begged me not to do anything rash. And I said, uh, you let your mother do this and we're going to hide it from me. When... <laughs> Sorry, it says, when are you going to pull your mother's nipple out of your fucking mouth and grow the fuck oh, up? Wow. He swore he was going, uh, he swore he was going to tell me, but I didn't believe him and we returned in silence. We all lived together and my mother-in-law was sitting on the couch. What? <laughs> Get that lady out of there. When she asked how the walk went, I ignored her, picked up my daughter, stopped upstairs and went to my room and shut the door and I locked it. I texted my husband that he could sleep on the couch or even better, sleep in the bed with his beloved mommy and not talk to me unless it was concerning about our child. To avoid me and my anger, he slept on the couch for several nights. I told his told him that his mother was never taking our daughter anywhere without wanting us being there to supervise. And I warned him, I warned him if he allowed this to happen again, he'd be single. And my mother-in-law never apologized to me. Uh, my husband says I need to let it go because his mother is deceased, but it still makes me so angry oh. and I can't forgive her. Okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the ending smacked me in the face. <laughs> Gee. The ending smacked me. Oh, girl. <laughs> I was wondering why she said lived in past tense. I thought maybe the mama moved. She's dead. Baby, okay. I understand your anger, but let it go. That lady is that lady is deceased. She can you can't hold no grudge against a deceased person. Well, I guess you can, child. It don't do you no, it don't do her no bad. And it don't do you no good. Oh, the deceased part took me out, bro. Well, then I still can't forgive her. Yeah, because, okay. I can can easily, easily see somebody being like, 
Oh, well, she doesn't live that far. And it was just a quick trip and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But it's like one thing I think with mother-in-laws and parents and people in general, when you have babies, people all of a sudden think they have a right to your kid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you have to establish those boundaries quick and you have to hold firm to them. If there's a certain way you mm-hmm. want to raise your child and I'm not letting my new, what'd she say? Two weeks. Mm-mm. And they in the grocery going store. To the, yeah. Going to the store would have been enough for me. The, the grocery, grocery store is crazy. And I'm sure they didn't have it. The baby wrapped up. They didn't have a little thing Mm-mm. over the carrier. I'm sure. Mm-mm. I'm sure. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It's, it's mistake number one. I... Yeah, that is mistake number one because, yeah, you just got a mother-in-law just got to stay in their place. I don't, I don't like that. Because you, you, you raised your child the way you wanted to, but you don't tell me what to do. Okay, if I say I don't want my baby to live, leave the house for eight weeks, that's what I mean. Yeah, listen. Listen, six months. Yeah. What they need to go outside for. The baby doesn't need yeah. to go outside. Yeah. It's a no. I just, and I, I honestly am annoyed with the husband just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because Same. you know your mama. So one, why did you let, why did you let your mama go out alone after she specifically had said something to you about it? So you sat there and played mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's going to be fine. And instead of saying in the moment, you know what? I made a mistake. I let her go and she did this. I talked to her. You don't need to do it, but I talked to her and blah, blah, blah. Instead, you, y'all you looking at each other like, hmm, nothing. I didn't do nothing. Nothing happened. And let me tell you something. Mama's boys. <coughs> Strong no for me. There's yeah. this it's a strong no yeah. for me. Yeah. A strong one. I just can't even do it. And I don't even mean in the listen, I'm a daddy's girl, so I don't mean it in a like you you know, it's especially cause some some black men don't have fathers in their household. So I get sometimes the relationship with their mom is super tight. I get that. There's there a is difference. a line. Yeah. yeah, there's a difference mm-hmm. and there's a line. Yeah, absolutely. If you afraid absolutely. to tell your mama that she was wrong at that grown age, we have a problem. We have a problem. There's a reason Houston, why. we have a problem. <laughs> there's a reason why on Netflix there's that show, Me, mm-hmm. me My Boyfriend and His Mama, mm-hmm. whatever the mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you never in my life am I ever going to fight somebody and a mama to have a space nope. in his life, I'm never... Nope doing it i'm not sharing him with you no nope. it was one i had seen a clip and the one girl was talking about they going on vacation he said yeah he invited his mama <laughs> there's no way yo yo there's no way Mm-mm. unless Mm-mm. it's your mama birthday we celebrating for your mama like and it's at your that point trip i was about to say because at that point it's not just the three of us yeah it's some it's, it's, it's more people members. okay because no me you I and your mama we- Gee, she said, when was he going to take his mama titty out of her mouth? <laughs> I don't think uh, she wrong. Now, I do think only- she needs to go ahead and let it go because that lady's <clears throat> deceased. Now, she just gone on. 
honestly, I think she's misplacing blame. I think she's more pissed at her husband, but it's easier to yep. be mad at her mother-in-law because her mother-in-law is dead. Yep. There it is. Because also, baby, if we live in the same house and I just found out you took my baby somewhere that you weren't supposed to take them, when I come in that house, I'm saying something to you. Because have you lost your mind? You sitting right here mm-hmm. on the couch. Why would I not say mm-hmm. something to you? Mm-hmm. To let you know that I know. Like, talk about I'm she never curious. apologized. I'm also curious, like, what was the hesitation with them going to visit? Was it the sister? Yeah. Because I guess it's interesting that she let the baby leave. Well, she let the leave, the baby leave to go to the store. But what about the... I, was it the fact that she didn't know it was the sister's house? Or, like, why ain't the sister seen the baby yet? I don't know. I'm just well, trying to understand, like... I mean, it's only been two weeks. The only reason the mama right, probably right, right, saw right, the baby was because... Because she lived Because there. she lived there. But yep, yep, yep. Good point. <clears throat> in the thing, she talked about how, like, it sounded like she didn't really want the baby to go, but, like, the husband said he was going to go, so she was like, fine, like, I'll trust you, like, that you going to take care of stuff. And then she looked up, and he didn't let his mama go with the baby. That's not what I agree to. That baby should I did not, not have agree been going to that. no school. I'm two, not, weeks, my, two weeks old. Child, I will literally wait to take my shower till you get back. That's all right. Yeah. If I ain't showered yeah. at that point in the day, I can wait. Y'all go It'll to the store right. and you mm-hmm. can wash out when you get back and I'll take a shower. Are you kidding me? But I feel like the was, husband knew. He did know. I feel like the husband knew before they was going oh. that that's what the plan was. Ha ha ha! If he did, that's he it. didn't want to be implicated. Because if he went, <laughs> he, he would have had to say, "That's where he we was went. trying to keep her calm." I can see mm-hmm. his mom be like, "Oh well, you haven't brought the baby to Susan's house, and she should mm-hmm. see the baby." I know your wife's not letting anyone over here, so I'm gonna just take her, mm-hmm. girl. You'll mm-hmm. never take my baby nowhere else again in your life. Mm-hmm. Do not play with me. Not a not a two week old two. If there was a different age, this would be different. But mm-hmm. and even and honestly, not much different, but different. Mm-hmm. But because if I say my baby can't go nowhere, my baby can't go. Period. Period. I don't know why that was even up for discussion. But what do I know? I don't have children. <laughs> um. Okay. okay. We have um. Pick another one. Either am I the asshole for telling these are wedding related. Am I the asshole okay. for telling my brother he cannot come to my wedding? Or would I be the asshole if I went to a wedding that my spouse was specifically not invited to? Ooh. <clears throat> okay, first one again. What am I the asshole for not inviting my brother to my wedding? And then the other well, one is would I be the asshole if I went to a wedding that my spouse wasn't invited to. Let's do the second one because the first one don't got no context. Yeah, we'd have to read it to find out. Okay. Oh, oh, it's a story behind it. Oh, okay, okay. You're asking me mm-hmm. which one? Oh, yeah, okay. those are just the titles. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. What did your brother do? <laughs> um, let's do... Oh, the second one is similar. I feel like we talked about this. Going to a wedding that this was, going somewhere that your partner wouldn't be invited. Yeah, but this was like a maybe I'm thinking of a different group. Like I remember having this conversation. Oh, this was one of the drunk confessions where the girl was saying that her partner 
Gee, I'm mixing up like hella shit right now. There was something, what? something we was reading. I don't know if it was us or if I'm, it was somebody else. Somebody partner <coughs> was like peeing on themselves for fun and like, like they do oh. it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And they, yes, they weren't, like invi- a- but they weren't invited to the wedding. To the yeah, wedding. I remember they, that. Yeah. Because okay. sister, her I- sister didn't invite, didn't invite them to the wedding because yeah. they were like, they're going to pee yes. on themselves. And that's like a lot. Yeah. And don't that's do that. Shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. But oh let's do, let's go ahead and do that one then. Let's do that one. The one with the, okay. the wedding invite. The sp- okay. Um. Wait for the brother or the spouse. Oh. Uh. Ooh, I don't know. You choose this time. I chose last time. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> let's do. Honestly, we could do both because this one it looks like it's gonna be short, and I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Uh, oh. Anyway, am I the asshole for telling my brother he cannot come to my wedding? I, 32-year-old female, and my fiancé, 30-year-old male, are getting married in three months. We've done some major and minor planning, including rules. We specifically want no kids at the wedding. My brother, 35 male, and I have always been very close. We've gotten through a lot together, and he has two amazing kids, two and three. I couldn't be happier to be their aunt. Their mother had issues with substance abuse, so she isn't in their lives. My brother raises the kids by himself, which is convenient because he has a a stay-at-home job. Me and my fiancé decided we did not want any kids, want any, what? Kids at our wedding because we were going to be drinking and partying and other stuff, and I personally wouldn't want kids to be around. We've also had struggles trying to have kids of our own, and I recently had a miscarriage in February. The miscarriage was devastating. Of course, my brother was there to comfort me. But the sight of my nieces uh, shatters me even more. I asked him not to bring them around for a while. He didn't respond well to that and stopped visiting at all and said via text messages, if your own nieces can't come, neither will I. My fiance said it was okay to ask for no kids to be around, but my parents were frustrated. They also stopped visiting me. I eventually sent out invitations to all my loved ones and the card had all the details, including the bold, no kids. Majority of the family was okay with that and didn't have young kids anyway. My brother, on the other hand, was going to be in my wedding. But once he read the invitation, he sent me a text stating, wouldn't your niece make great flower girls going going to buy dresses now? I replied, no need. They can't come inside my wedding. No hard feelings. He then said, it shouldn't apply to them, their family. What color should they get, blue or silver? Then I replied, none, if you feel like uh wait none if you feel like you cannot be separated from your children for a couple of hours um then you cannot come to my wedding my rules are clear and final on the invitation i blocked my brother after that i have been getting non-stop uh text after text call after call begging for me to talk to my brother and allow my nieces to come my own parents stated that until my nieces and my brother are allowed to my wedding they will not be there this is deep. That was a lot deeper. There's than a I lot of layers. There's a lot of layers to this. <clears throat> well, the easiest part of this to me is that if the baby, if the, if the, excuse me, if the lady say no kids at the wedding, <laughs> she said no kids at the wedding. Period. Yeah. That's the easiest because I don't know if I want kids at my wedding, child. It's this is grown folks' time, okay? And the, you know, yeah, leave your kids at home. 
it's tough because I feel like she's not an asshole. Like you're not an asshole for sticking by what you want. It's your day. Literally mm-hmm. only a day. It should be exactly how you want it to be. But I understand that now her parents have decided to complicate things because now they are talking about not coming. And her brother, like, talking about he's not, like, they made it this big thing to try to bully her into a different decision. And, like, that's not fair. Just because you don't like it, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, the only thing I could think of, like, if I was her, I mean, maybe I would come up with a happy medium. And like my, but I think I'm only saying that because in my head, kids will be, I'll have a flower girl and a little ring bearer and like, they can probably come to the reception so they can eat. But as at, at, it's going to be a cutoff time for the youth and for the old at that time, everyone, please grab your things, kiss your loved ones and say goodbye because we finna get lit and y'all can not be here. Like the babies cannot be here. But, like, I only say that that's a compromise because I'm willing to do that. But if someone says no kids, bro, y'all cannot bully this lady into having kids at her wedding. Like, that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, because I'm I'm definitely a no kids, um, no kids wedding type. But I think that the, there's a deeper issue here with the whole, like, the, the history before this wedding, right? And, yeah. like, because I feel like maybe this wouldn't have been as much of a big deal if she hadn't said, like, stop bringing the nieces around, like, when she had the miscarriage and stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that was, that's rough. That's deep. That's and rough. Like, it's, 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 it's a hard one because I don't know what it necessarily feels like to have a miscarriage and, like, want oh. a baby to have a miscarriage. But and I, I, I wonder <sighs> if I wonder if I don't know. It's deep. Like, how long did this go on that she didn't want the kids around? Because that's that's the deep part, right? Like. Telling, I feel I can understand how that would be hard to hear by telling, like if if my sibling was telling me, yeah, don't bring your kids around. But like, my poor kids didn't do anything, and they want to see you, they want to love on you. You're their aunt, like all that stuff. So like, even though I would, I feel like you have no choice but to respect it. I I can understand how that could be hard to hear. Like, damn, and now they're not invited to the wedding either. Damn, like that's, that's there's a, attention. That's that's attention. a lot. There's a history. That's a there. lot. That's a lot, like, to hear that. But I think I think her parents are also in the wrong. Mm. Because don't get involved in this. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. get involved in this. You ain't got like, no stake in this, shorty. You don't. You don't. Like, you raised two adults. These are two adults. Y'all do what y'all are supposed to do as parents and mm-hmm. show up and let them mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, that's tough, bro. I don't think she's an asshole, though. No, I don't. I don't either. It's deep. Mm -mm. It's real deep. Cause, dang, like, cause also, at what point do you decide to work through like that trauma? um, That trauma, right? Like, at what point do you decide to to work through it so that it doesn't affect like other people? You know what I'm saying? And like, that's the line with all of our traumas, honestly. Like, when it starts to affect other people, is when you need to take a deep look in the mirror and say, "Listen." What's going on and how do we fix it? 
you know, because yeah. oftentimes it starts off very internal, right? And like, but when it starts, to, and I mean, affect people in a major way, right? Then you need yeah. to sit back and be like, hey, something's not right. So I wonder if there was any point where like, because I could see that initially, right? Being like, hey, you know, I, even if she framed it as like, I, I really just want some like, I don't know, adult company or like, I really yeah. just want, like she could have, you know, you could frame it one way or another initially. Yeah. But I thought, wow, I, I want to know the timeline. Cause like, after What's a while, that's on? tough. Like I'm leaving the kids with who every time I come over here or like whatever yeah. it is, you know? That's real. I also think like, I mean, because they're all, they're babies. Two and three are, are small children. Um, mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting though, that it's something that makes me feel like they have a habit of pushing her around because the way the brother texted her after getting the invite, like what color should yeah. they wear that Yo. shouldn't apply to that, like literally bulldozing his way through. Yeah. I'm like, sir, what the hell is happening? Now I do yeah. feel like blocking him is kind of strong. But, like, if he's insistent, like, if he's yeah. constantly blowing up your phone, then hell yeah, I'm yeah. blocking it. Because you don't know how to stop. Like, I said what I mm-hmm. said, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to keep repeating myself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, because, I mean, the way he literally was like, wouldn't they make great flower girls going to buy the dresses now? Sir, yeah, what? would have lost me. Ooh, what? Ooh, that would have sent me flying. Like, because what do you... Don't anything. After all these months of planning... Now. And all this other stuff, and you gonna come on my phone talking about some? Oh, I'm just gonna go get the dress. Why? Nobody told you to do that. Talk about what color should they get? That shouldn't apply to them. Their family. That's where y'all. That's where y'all be messed up. Y'all think just because y'all y'all share some DNA that that gives y'all mm-hmm. a green a, a green light to do whatever. To do like what oh, you you're you automatically think that you're gonna be at my wedding, at my baby shower, like at mm-hmm. my housewarming like whatever it is mm-hmm. you just think because that we can quote on, we can genetically call ourselves family that y'all deserve some sort of rights around here you absolutely mm-hmm. positively do not say it again for the people in the back you sure and don't you sure don't okay access denied i don't care about none of that like mm. And, uh, you yeah. know, older generations have that real bad. Yeah, they do. Real bad. Family, but I feel family, like, family, girl. Oh, well, that show, I don't care who it is. <laughs> I do not care. I don't care who that is. I guess that means it's time. <laughs> it's time for what I wish I knew. What I wish I knew. Or, uh... You know, I was thinking about this. And I wish I knew how to not be so self-critical. Mm. Like, I, I've i had, like, a problem with, like, negative self-talk and all this stuff for a long time. But I feel like I got the negative self-talk under control. But, like, recently I noticed that, like, I can't look at, like, a picture of me, a video of me. I can't look at anything. Like I, I can't do anything without like immediately criticizing myself. Like the first thing I say out my mouth is something negative. Like Hmm. even watching back, like last week's episode, I'm like the first thing 
as I'm watching it or listening to it, I'm picking apart stuff that I said. And I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Or like all of this stuff, like as if I'm not the person that's speaking. <laughs> Hmm. And like, I just, I, I picked up on that and I really want to stop that. Like, I really mm-hmm. hate that I do that. Like, I can't enjoy nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I look at like photos or videos and honestly, I, I realized too that, um, it's not even, cause at first I thought maybe it was just because like of my weight. But then I just realized I'm hypercritical of myself in general, whether it's my hair, how my makeup looks, like I'm always picking myself apart. And I know that's like rooted in the fact that like, that's how people around me like judged other people around me. So now I think about myself that way, Mm -hmm. but I just hate that I do that. Mm. I really hate that I do that. Like that annoys me so bad. So I wish I knew how to stop. I'm going to figure out how to stop. So yeah. (laughs) I'm going to figure out how to stop. Because, like, it's it's sad, G. Like, because hmm. in my head, I'm also the person who's like, well, I don't really care what people have to say. Like, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, okay, well, if you're doing that, then why are you the person? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, but you, I care about what I say, mm-hmm. clearly. And so I'm mm-hmm. picking myself apart and doing all this other stuff. And it's like, G, chill on her. Chill on her. Hmm. Chill out on my friend. That's so interesting. I mean, I'm trying to think what I wish. <laughs> my, brain, <laughs> my brain is like, has already jumped to everything I have to do tonight. Um, Gee, it's been a long day. Something I've been talking about in therapy is like managing my expectations. And I guess I wish yeah. I knew how to manage my expectations because like I have a, a expectation for myself and I do. And like, I feel like I've, I've over time, I found a, a a pretty solid like balance of like, Girl, just let it be for a little bit. It'll figure itself out. And like that, I used to be definitely like, okay, this happened. How do I like fix it now? And sometimes it it, it really depends on like the situation. But I'm I'm like, like constantly learning that balance. And I feel like it's really hard when like (laughs) I come into contact with people or like people genuinely ask me for advice. And then like you give them the thing. Right. Like I'm telling you, you, you say you asking me for advice because you see these things work for me and I give you the advice that I did. I tell you exactly what I did down to the T bro. And then you go do the opposite. And it's like, bro, what the are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Do you want, do you want to be here or not? No. It's like it's kind of like come. It's like when you come to the like you come in, you got a trainer, and you telling the trainer you want to lose lose weight, but you're not showing up for none of the sessions. Well, then, baby, you're not ready. You're you don't not, want and to, and that's okay. But then stop coming wasting my time. Okay, you got me making all these plans, <laughs> food plans, exercise plans, and you're not serious. Uh, and you're not serious. And nobody paying me for this, so I'm not getting paid per session. So I'm, I get, I get like worked up and sometimes I just have to like, like I did it the other day. I was like, Ooh, good job Timmy," because I was about to go into a whole memo and I said, you know what? This is pointless. Let me go ahead and wrap that up. I like that last yeah. message yeah. and I didn't say nothing because it's pointless. You have already made up in your mind what you want to do. And I, I think like, it's just the like honesty of where you at. Be honest, with, but also you gotta be honest with yourself first before you can then tell somebody else where you at. 
Because if you're not being honest with yourself, then Look. you talk a lot of me. Then we down bad. You know, you telling yourself that lie, and we both know that's a lie, and we both know <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah, and no. I, I get that we all we've all been there, right? Like there's there's like the subconscious and all of that. Like I get it, but I think yeah, it's sometimes it's just really hard to manage my expectations, especially because if I I am the type of person when I go and you tell me what I should do, especially when I was like a couple years ago when my therapist said do x y and z bro i swear especially because i was so ready to move forward g i just want to heal from that shit i'm well, like i would do whatever that's the you key say. that's yeah, the key yeah. that's what it i is. mean yes but it did i just feel like i it wasn't like a, oh i'm saying i want to do the things like no people i feel like i moved past all of that really fast because of like all the work I was like genuinely putting in. It didn't mean like everything yeah. went away, right? Yeah. But like I was, I was working so hard, bro, because I just yeah. wanted to be. I genuinely, genuinely wanted to move past. But I, I also don't pump fake a lot. Like I really don't pump fake a lot. So like, especially when it came to that, I wanted to go so. I wanted to be done so bad. Gee, I just wanted to move forward. And I, I guess I just like, I just have to mitigate that. Like I really have to manage that expectation of like, this is how I move. And this person is not going to move like that. And they're still, they're going to ask you for advice and you have to just give what you can in a given moment. And that's, that's the part that I have to tap into. All right. You send me this long memo and I'm just be like, what you, so what you want to do? Child. What you really want to do? And then let's get into it. You tell me what you really want to do. Okay. Then let's do that. I'm not about to like keep going Go back, and, back forth and forth with you about something that you don't want to do for real. And that's, um, that's the part. To be honest, I don't know how to do that. What? Do what? Like, manage my expectations for people. Like, that's, like, a huge problem for me. I don't mm-hmm. know how to do that either. Like, because, well, I, I manage my expectations, but I, people stop coming to ask me for advice. <laughs> um, water out. Because, like. I, like I don't genuinely I don't know because then I'm gonna look at you and be like I don't know what you want me to do right yeah. because like I, I understand now right like growing up you know a couple years ago didn't really understand like I would look at people and I have the same expectations for them that I have for myself which if you ask me the expectations I have are not insane they're not crazy mm-hmm. they're not out of the mm-hmm. ordinary I feel like they're very basic to be completely honest with you mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah, I I know that, but like, don't come and ask me what I would do for fun. <laughs> that don't part. do that because, but I think it's because I also don't know how to not be emotionally invested. Like with my friends, like when y'all are going through things, like I am also emotionally invested, right? And like. I, I am that person where it's like, do you want it? If you don't want advice, cool. Whatever you do, I got you. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if you do want advice, I'm going to be honest. Like, and there's no in-between for me. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's like, don't ask me <laughs> to be honest. And then, like, act like you're listening and then turn around and, like, just chuck that shit into the wind. 
I because I because I'm emotionally invested in this now, and so now I'm irritated with you, mm-hmm. not only because you didn't listen, but because like we, you're making a mistake. Where, yeah, we back where <laughs> I told you we would be, bro. Like that, and that like legitimately bothers me so bad, and like. When you figure out how to do it, let me know. (laughs) I just told you. It's literally... no, And part of it is literally knowing who you're speaking to at a given time. And that's what it is. Because now... All right, you didn't did it once, you didn't did it twice. Now the third yeah. time you're not gonna fool me. Now the third time you go come in here and play on my phone, and I'm just be like, okay, yeah, and I'm gonna just listen. But my Everything. therapist challenged me to like literally put people on a shelf. That's the that's the expectation mm. managing expectation part. And mm. she's literally like she challenged me to do a lot because I'm such a like visual writer. Like I my my exercises are always around like writing list and like visualizing like shelves. So I literally wrote a shelf yeah. on a piece of paper in my little therapy journal child, a shelf. And like I have put these names of people and what shelf they belong on. Because it's like, and it's like everybody at the top shelf, it takes a little bit more effort to reach it. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with putting in that effort. I will get my butt on the stool and get up there yeah. and get that piece of that dish or whatever it is because whatever I'm about to make with it is going to be worth it, you know? Right. But yeah. it's like shit on the bottom shelf, it's like you on the bottom for a reason. I need to be able to put in minimal effort to get to you. And hey, this analogy is dope. You, you know what I'm saying? She, That's listen. dope. And she they snapped. tell me I got to get rid of my therapist when I go to London. I'm going to lose my mind because she did Hey, because she you know snapped. I lied. because I You think said you wanted a little different. Soon. Yeah, I, I, I lied because it is it is time. It's it's time is coming. Like, it, we ain't there yet. We got a, we got a couple more things. To I mean, she's serving her purpose because, child. Yeah. But I do think, like, when I move, it will definitely be time for, like, that, like, new energy. Fresh like, start. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's happening exactly the way it should. But yeah. um, I think I still need her through this like transition of like Oh, for sure. Anyway. I need she somebody knows you that know me. Yeah, I, I need the stability of it all. Um but yeah, yes. man, she she was on point and I was like, there it is, because I can't I don't want to end every friendship that doesn't meet me meet my expectations. And that's, that's my problem. Like, there's no longevity in that. I mean, she made yep. me aware of it. I feel you on that. Cause it's like, yep. I don't want to deal with this anymore. So I'm going to X out. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for episode eight. <laughs> Season well. 29. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where that's going to cut off, but I think that's a wrap. <laughs> for today's episode of the happy hour podcast um y'all make sure to check us out on all the socials at cheers to happy hr y'all know the drill um and don't forget to submit your drunk confessions you know we ain't got no drunk confessions from y'all in a while yeah you know am i the asshole was fun but let's get back to it i know we took a little break but everybody get back to it we know y'all been lit these past couple of weeks so make sure y'all sub, like submit those at the uh in the link in our Instagram bio and TikTok bio. Oh, yeah, and TikTok. I was just about to say is there anything else before we just um check out Girl Code Guy Code if you haven't yes. already. Y'all will not be disappointed. It is one of the best episodes to date. It's so funny. Um so good. It's a laugh at every stop. Yeah. Um I think that's it.
Yeah. And y'all catch up on uh, 90 Day Fiance. Y'all yeah. go ahead and catch up on it. It's not that too far into the episode, but. Yeah. Watch it with us. Yeah. All right. I think that's All it. Right. Cheers. Cheers. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, cause you took the swag too. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, cause you took the swag too. Oh, you a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, cause you took the swag too. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, cause you took the swag.